0: call from an inmate at the virginia department of corrections red onion state prison to accept this call press zero this is red onion randy and welcome to my podcast as you've no doubt already realized by listening to my podcast i've lived a pretty violent life so i guess it would behoove me to uh to discuss fighting For me, to talk about fighting, I have to go back to my childhood. And I have to go back to my father, who started me and my brothers, you know, when we were very, very young, fighting each other with sawed-off two-by-fours to make us tough, you know, to make us hard, to teach us how to take a hit. And we learned that pretty, pretty damn good, especially me and my younger brother, Jason. Uh, My older brother, Limwood. He has been in a few fights, but those were when he was, you know, he was young. Um, he's not the fighter that me and Jason is. And Jason isn't the fighter that I am. Um, I kind of, I took the fighting like a duck takes the water. You know, it was natural for me, and I was, I was damn good at it. But the thing that my dad always taught me was this. If you start a fight, I am going to beat your ass. If you lose a fight, I am really going to beat your ass. Start it, and it's over for you. But if you don't start it, you better make damn sure you finish it. And that's something that I've lived by for my entire life. Most of the fights, which I'm not even going to sit here and try to put a number on because I can't do it. I just, I've been in a lot and that's all I can say. I've only started a few fights in my life. You know, most of them, I just simply defended myself. Now, let me go ahead and state something straightforward. I have lost more fights than I have won. And anybody, anybody who tells you they have never lost a fight, Has one, never been in a fight in their life. Or two, they are lying their ass off. Because I have met phenomenal fighters in prison. I mean, dudes that are just freaking surgical with their strikes. And I have seen them get their ass beat down by other dudes. And then that dude will turn around and lose his fight to somebody else. Fighting has more to do with the day that you are fighting and the circumstances surrounding it than it does pretty much anything. The only time you're going to, you're pretty much guaranteed to win a fight is if you have some true, genuine, professional fighting somebody who's never been in a fight in his life. And even that, can turn on because you get hit the wrong way It's over with. I don't like to tell war stories. That's one thing in prison that a lot of guys like to do. And there's this one guy in the pod that I'm in now where I pretty much quit talking to him because every time he talked to him, the only thing he ever wants to talk about is how many girls he's had sex with and how many guys' asses he's whooped. And it got to the point where it got on my nerves to where I came really, really close to just slapping him and saying, okay, you know, show me what you're capable of. Because, I mean, he's never lost a fight. I mean, he's been stabbed multiple times and he took the knife from him and still won the fight. I mean, it just, it's ridiculous. So... That's why I don't like to tell war stories. It's just so many people in here just lie through their teeth. But I am going to give you a story because this is a podcast and I am talking about fighting. As a matter of fact, I will start off with the very first fight I've ever been in. And it was against my Uncle Kevin and my older brother Limwood. And I... I, can't exactly remember how old I was, maybe four or five years old, somewhere around then. Um, and I remember, I swear I remember this day, we were standing by the light pole. And we were standing by my granddaddy's pickup truck. And I was wearing brown cowboy boots, pair of blue jeans, and a t-shirt, which I think it was a Bigfoot T-shirt of the monster trucks, uh, Bigfoot. I think it was that if I remember that correctly. And I remember my brother was holding me by my right arm and my Uncle Kevin was holding me by my left arm and they were slapping me and stop hitting yourself and, you know, just picking on me and just doing what older brothers and older uncles do. And, you know, my Uncle Kevin was the baby of the family. He was a surprise birth. And, you know, he was like three years older than I was. And my older brother, Limwood is a year older than I am. I remember I got so mad. I got so mad. And it just it grew and it grew and it grew. And I started screaming at the top of my lungs, I'm a Wolverine! I'm a Wolverine! And I shook him off, and I started stomping around. Uh if you go back and Google uh, the WWE, You'll see wrestlers by the name of the Bushwhackers. And I started stomping around like they did, and I chased them. And I jumped on them, and I just started wailing on both of them. That was literally the first fight I've ever been in. And I've been fighting ever since. I would go to Broadus Wood Elementary School. You know, and you had every elementary school in the world, you're always going to have a couple of bullies. No matter what school it is, what grade it is, you're always going to have a couple of bullies that pick on people. I've always hated bullying. I despise a person who will bully another person simply because they are bigger and stronger than the person they're picking on. And... I used to fight him. And I remember one time I was in the bathroom and this bully came in. And he was about maybe four or five inches taller than me. And he probably had a good 40 or 50 pounds on me. Uh, And, yeah, you know, some of it, quite a bit of it was fat. But still, I mean, he was a lot bigger than I was because I've always been a small person. And I remember he grabbed me and tried to, you know, try to stick my head in the toilet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slippery bastard. I wound up beating him down, and I drug him over, and I stuck his head in the toilet and left him there, and I walked back to class. You know, I mean that's what I used to do. I used to attack the bullies. I used to pick on the bullies because I just I don't like it. That's kind of fighting in school and whatnot. But uh, I would probably have to say the first major major fight that I got in was when I first went to the Shenandoah uh, Valley Juvenile Detention Home uh, in Stanton, Virginia. I was there, and we were sitting at the table. And it had, you know, it was a metal table bolted to the ground, and it had the little seats that come out, and that you they kind of swivel, and you sit in, and you spin back into the table. And uh, I was sitting there, and I was talking to this other dude from Charlottesville. And uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was like a year older than me, a little bit bigger, not by much, but, you know, that, that stuff, size means nothing in a fight. And he. we got to talking and whatnot because we were from the same hometown and everything, but, you know, I hadn't been there in, 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 in a couple of years because I'd been moving back and forth between group homes and detention and locked up and mental hospitals and stuff like that. And, uh, so, you know, we got to talking and, uh, and I happened to mention, uh, when he said he went to Albemarle high school, I'm like, oh, well, do you know my uncle Kevin Heron? And he was like, yeah, I know that punk. I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute, man. What'd you just say? He said, yeah, I had to whoop his ass in the, in, in the parking lot, man. He was trying to climb underneath the car. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You need to stop lying, bro. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My uncle might not be a fighter, but he will fight. And there's just no way you're going to beat his ass like that. Yeah, I ain't buying that at all. So uh, go ahead and shut the f up and apologize. No, I ain't blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. Well, I tell you what, man, you whooped his ass, whooped my ass. I punched him. So he fell out the chair. I stood up, and we got there, and I mean, we started throwing blows. And, uh, you know, I busted him up a little bit. He, uh, he busted me up a little bit, you know, and uh, the COs, they come running over trying to pull us apart, and we just we kept fighting. They, they had a hard time pulling us apart because, you know, when you're trying to grab somebody fighting from behind, nine times out of ten, you're going to get elbowed in the face, which makes it quite a bit difficult to break somebody up when you're bleeding from the nose yourself. So that was like the really first major, major fight that I'd ever been in. And, uh, that, that set the tone because in juvenile, it's not, it's different in the adult system. Juvenile, because when you get into a fight, you're only going to do a couple of hours in the cell by yourself. And then they have to release you. They can't lock you down for months or years on end. No, it's four hours, and that's it. They have to release you after that. That's the law. So we fight in juvenile all the time. That's the reason why they call Beaumont Juvenile Prison gladiator school. And, you know, so I've gotten in several fights and, and whatnot here and there. And when I got to Beaumont, I really got to fighting. Before I went to Beaumont, I went to Hanover. And when I was in Hanover, I remember I was laying on the bed, minding my own business in the Charlottesville section, because in juvenile, you're separated by geography. Everybody from Northern Virginia hangs out over here. Everybody from Richmond and Petersburg hangs out over there. And everybody from Tidewater hangs out over there. And basically everybody else hangs out over there. They're kind of the unincluded, the left outs, and, you know, the people from the country and stuff like that. Uh, Charlottesville hangs out with Northern Virginia. So I was over there laying down, and this dude from Tidewater came over, and I had my eyes closed. And he put his hand around my throat. And he wasn't squeezing hard, but he was squeezing a little bit to try to get his point across. So I just looked at him, and he was like, yo, look, man, you owe taxes. I'm like, taxes? What you mean I owe taxes? They were like, look, you get $2.50 to spend on commissary every week. you going to order what I tell you to order, and you're going to give it to me. I'm saying, so, man, I ain't giving you nothing. He started to squeeze. So I didn't say anything. I reached up with an eagle claw. An eagle claw is when you, you hold your palm, you hold your hand out, finger stretched out, You curl over your ring finger and your pinky finger to where they're touching your palm, and you curve your thumb, your index finger, and your middle finger to where they look like an eagle's claw. And I I shot my head up, and I wrapped it around his Adam's apple, and I dug in deep behind, and I started to squeeze on it where he couldn't breathe. And he started to gag and... And he jumped up and I let him go when he jumped up because I didn't, I didn't want to rip his Adam's apple out. And he, he ran to the other side. And suffice it to say, he never got my... You have one minute remaining. That's, that's all I've ever known. I've always been thrust into situations where I've had to fight or somebody would make me so mad that I would fight. Um... Unfortunately, though, this is all the time we have for this podcast, so I'm going to turn it into a part two. This is Red Onion Randy. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please check out my website, RedOnYourRandy.com. And for those of you who listen to me on Apple Podcast, I would truly appreciate it if you would review me and rate me, preferably five stars, but I'll take whatever you think I'm worth. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.